Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise, one laugh at a time. I'm going to delete a better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Cheers, brother. Cheers, mate. I've already cracked mine. Let's get a bit parched. Mm. Oh, that's good. Mate, the shirts, guys, the shirts are happening this Wednesday. Check out the socials and have a look at it. So 1st and 2nd of November, 9 a.m. Wednesday through till 9 a.m. Friday, 48-hour pre-sale. What's a pre-sale, Cam? Pre-sale. I'll tell you what a pre-sale is. It's something you've fucking asked for because you want a bit more time to buy a shirt. Yeah, so you we're, don't miss out. We're giving you that. We're giving you a whole 40 hour, 48 hours to get your order in. That's right. No one will miss out. If you want one, get amongst it because these are not coming back once it's done. It's not like the others where it sells out super quick and we're like, oh, fuck, heaps of people missed out. This is what we're doing for this one. Um, now, everyone should have their shirts within three weeks pending how many people order them. If every single person in Australia does then it may take a bit longer. But we've put things in place to streamline the process as much as we can and we'll be doing our very best to try and keep it in that three-week turnaround. But we'll keep you updated, guys, along the way. User have asked for it. We're fucking giving it to you. Don't miss out. Um, now, before we cover the whirlwind of the last couple of weeks, boys, that we've all had, the boxing event. Yes. Now, everyone asking about tickets the general admission tickets and that aren't on sale yet. You will have plenty of notice when they are, though. So yes. don't stress out. You haven't missed out on them. Um, all you got to know is the 27th of April. So block your weekend out in your calendars and keep your ears open. Now, what is available, though? Corporate tables. 
So we're currently taking bookings for corporate tables. If you or your company's keen to book one, please reach out to contact at alpha-events.com.au. We'll fill you in on the details there. Uh, these are going quickly. So if you want a table, get in contact with that email. Please do not message us on the socials as we might not read it straight away or something like that. Email contact at alpha-events.com.au for corporate table bookings. I think that was yeah. as clear as it could be. Pretty much, yeah. You won't get a reply on the social, so get onto that email. Yeah, that's right, and we'll get back to you ASAP. Now, we didn't mention the list of other shows that were involved in the fight yeah. night, boys, last time. So the other podcasts who will be punching on, Two Flogs, Proper True Yarn, Bloody Brilliant Beers, We Mean Well, The Reggies, The Dead Ass Podcast, Levels Podcast, Almost a Man, Daily Blue Weekly, Marty and Michael Fully Actual, and The Cast Patrol. So a lot of big hitters in there. All the boys keen to keen to have a bit of a swing. So um, yeah, it's going to be cool. I think everyone's been announcing it on their own shows, respectful, uh, respectively, there over the last last week or so. And I want to claim um, a world first, surely. Yeah, surely a full podcast card. Yeah, that's right. With like I suppose a couple of the events on there aren't, but that's just full entertainment. Purposes. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. know the ant weight bout and uh, the lingerie fight and stuff like that. But yeah, how you been feeling, brother? I need to get back into it. I'll tell you what. I've definitely lost weight. Yeah. Well, I'm what I was ninety five me heaviest and I'm fucking eighty seven now, so Oh, that's good. Fuck yeah. Fucking But that's not like that's been a slow process since we've fucking yeah. done this. I was really just going up, down, up, down, but not getting lower. Like, yeah, yeah. But when they finally seen me get under that eighty eight, I was like, fucking finally. But I haven't really been doing too much because oh well I have. Just, I reckon just over the island, fucking... Oh, peeling around the flats. Us camping, us camping, um, the biggest thing is, what do we say, Quino, is fucking eat less, move more. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's it, man. Honestly, <clears throat> even that from Tuesday in Melbourne through to today, not even meaning not to eat much, but you're just walking around all day. Yeah, yeah. it all adds up, dude. And then get on the piss... And go on a bit of a bender with the boys and that. Don't eat till lunchtime the next day. I weighed myself this morning. I was 89 point something kilo. And I went, fucking hell. Like, I think I'll put that back on in the next couple of days. Yeah. But, I mean. Um, yeah, that's good going, eh? But, yeah. So, but the mind games have started already, boys. Klutzy. Going with the nice guy tactic. <laughs> Heard the boys announce on the show what, what was happening and who they were fighting. And um, he pretty much gave me the best compliment I've heard in years about myself and it's fucking rattled me a bit because I'm like, fuck off, cunt. Like we gotta <laughs> we gotta like thank you very much, Klutz, but fuck off. Like we gotta fight. And look, Klutz, I think it's gonna backfire on you, mate. Because all the fighting blokes that I've talked to and the trainers and stuff like that, they reckon the last thing you want to do is go into a fight angry and like just wanting to kill them. So mate, I'm just gonna patiently knock you the fuck out. <laughs> patiently <laughs> But anyway, it'll be good, mate. I'm I'm keen now that it's sort of starting to get a bit out in the open to see how the lip goes uh, between all the boys, you know, all the yeah. shows and stuff. And I think we definitely need to make a um, a press conference happen before the fight because you can't have yarners of note Without not have a press, a press conference. conference. Yeah, that so that definitely has to happen. All that's why we're saying to you is book that time out around the 27th because there'll be like a press conference or something a couple of days before or a day before 
You've got plenty of time. Book out a decent amount of time there and come for the whole spectacle because it's going to be that fight, party, all that sort of shit, which you'll hear about later. But yeah. um, I'm very excited now we can start actually talking about it a bit because it's been a long process to come to here, hasn't it? That's right. And if you're having trouble with money or trying to convince the missus, just say, Dale, this is my Christmas present for the new year. Yeah, exactly. This is my Christmas present. Exactly. Uh, but pretty much, guys, the end of it, we want to see fucking trendsetters everywhere for this thing. Oh, yeah. Because that's that's what we want. Like, all these podcasts are coming together. We want the, our people to be the loudest motherfuckers in there. Fucking oath. Don't we? <clears throat> like, the more of you legends that get around this event, the more cool shit that we're going to put on and do. You know, come and have a great time. It's going to be an epic event, and I'm uh, keen to test myself personally, to be honest with you. I think the biggest thing is... Um Talking to a few of the boys are going, just the adrenaline that you can get gas from, like looking around at 4,000 people. Like you might come in calm and collected and then just the adrenaline, you're already half, your heart beats up already. Well, mate, I was talking to um, Reese Evans, who lives just down the road um, from me, which I found out. Like, Street's been training yeah. us. I've, like, seriously had a couple of weeks off because of me Yana's back. Yeah. But I'll be back in doing the punching part of it, um, you know, in a week or so. But just figured out that Reese lives down the road, and I was talking to him about it the other day, and he said he had that big fight with that deadly bloke on the No Limit card a while ago. And I said, how was that for you? And he said, man, fought so many amateur fights, so many fights before, and then walking out, my legs were dead. He goes, I was hitting them when I was walking out, just going, what the fuck is going on sort of thing. So, And I've even felt that before playing grand finals in juniors and shit. All of a sudden, you've... You just, your legs feel heavy and shit, and you're like, what's doing? So I think it'll be a big test for everyone, man, to be honest with you, but hence why it's three two-minute rounds. (laughs) That's still a bit on, but. Oh, mate, getting in front of people and punching each other is a bit on straight away, so. Bit bit better down the pub because it normally kicks off in a second and it's over in 15. Well, it's only one round, normally about 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, fuck, I'm getting puffed. Where's the security guard? (laughs) That's why it's so impressive, man, when those UFC fighters are fighting five-minute rounds. rounds, Yeah. You know? So, um, anyway, there's what we know for you guys to do with the fights anyway. We won't lead you astray on this podcast. Ah, fuck no. Nah. Well, we're on. We're going to take this thing over. We're not here to take part. That's a little knife under the ribs, too, for the people listening. You know who you are. <laughs> we won't mislead you on this podcast. Fuck no. We only give you the facts. Fucking oath. Um, now, boys, it's been a roller coaster over the last couple of weeks for us, hasn't it? Yep. An absolute it, roller coaster. It hasn't coaster. ended yet. <laughs> nah. No, it was pretty much fucking just steaming into here to tell you all about it. But pretty much, Cambo, we'll cover the weekends, eh? For the yeah, last we'll week, start mate. With the weekend. How man. was your weekend, my brother? Fucking unbelievable. Yep. Everyone else needs to step up their game <laughs> because, fuck, Red Bull is just so professional in everything they do. Yep. Big shout-out to Courtney Atkins for getting that done for us, um, taking us down to the Gold Coast 500 on the weekend. Being able to get down in that pit and see where it all happens. Oh, that would have been great. And just see how it all works, just unbelievable. And getting ran through it and got to ask questions and like shit like that, like, Having like the laser alignment up on like the suspension, and I'm like, well, I remember back in the day they just run the string line, and yeah. it wasn't even that long ago you're still running the string line. Now you got for the camber and stuff if it's off center. Once yep. he comes back from his hot lap, um, nah, it was just a ripper weekend. Chucky and Corey 
um, with us as well yesterday. So um, congratulations to Corey for getting the world, well, best wakeboard in the world. Yeah. Now, so. Oh, that's pretty cool. And Chucky's just a fucking legend. We, um, as we all know, first night we sort of, um, oh, I should say, starting the weekend, not just the Gold Coast, but um, I'll stick to the Gold Coast first and I'll backtrack. Yeah. Um, yeah, just Chucky, just straight into it. Um, <laughs> we end up with Dylan and Jenny. Obviously, we're on the block last year. Yeah. Uh, straight into a karaoke bar till 2 a.m. And obviously, Chucky's just got screws out of his leg in surgery two days beforehand and just. Hopping along, dancing with us all night. And, how, and how is that going? Because, like, it was a while ago we actually recorded that episode where he was still fairly in his recovery. Like, is it going all right for him? Well, I think the screws are, but I think he's still got a f- fair bit in front of him. I think he'll be back on a bike. Oh, don't quote me. I reckon he'll be back on a bike February if everything goes well. Yeah. But, yeah. um, no, it was, yeah, it was just great to catch up with him. He's just one of us. Oh, fucking nice he is. Just a good, le- yeah, just a good bloke. Mm. I can't believe they fucking creatures for Halloween in Gold Coast on the oh. and that karaoke bar. Bull was sniffing the owner's hair, <laughs> <laughs> like this Jackie Chan looking bloke. And sniffing. I'm like, I'm like, how did you not get kicked out? He was wearing thongs for a start, or not thongs, like what do you call those? Um, what's those fucking bougie, Birkenstocks? Birkenstock things. Oh, for fuck's sake! He didn't even have an ID on him. He just had a screenshot on his phone. Got in. <laughs> I said, if that was me, I would have been knocked out, dragged out, and then I, would, well, I wouldn't even got in. How did he sn- get to sniffing him? I don't know. He just goes, watch this. <laughs> 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 and he's just picking up the back of his hair as he's trying to get patriots in. And he's going. <laughs> <laughs> just being a pest. He loves oh. that karaoke old bull. Oh, mate. Chucky's going, it. I'm like, oh, watch this bloke. He gets into his work and he goes, holy fucking hell. Yeah. He's a morale booster, that bloke. Oh, mate, all you got to know from the Bender days back in room 107. Fucking oath. Like seeing him just get into his work up the front. Just, a, just an absolute legend. So you up there with him for one time. Oh, we were up there. My my voice the next day, my throat had almost closed over. Oh, like a piss The girls were up there, Cass and Jenny and fucking Chucky was having a crack and, yeah, it was good. And everyone, you know, everyone's a bit standoffish in that situation. There was a fair few in there and then the like the real creepy bloke, Comes from the back for his song, like because you're mm. looking on the list and it comes out, yeah, and just peels out. And then he's there for a serious thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there was like sort of like a big bikey tatted up bloke, and um, just sung like an absolute champ and was like, real nervous to get up there. Oh, really? That's <laughs> like, funny. Eh? And then you just had like creatures and like Scooby Doo outfits and fucking. Oh, fuck. oh, it was an absolute freak show, but uh, we really enjoyed it. Oh, it that would have been good. We actually, when we got to Melbourne on the Tuesday, um. We ended up getting on the piss with everyone who was sort of staying in Melbourne, ready to go to the wedding on Thursday. And we ended up Googling a karaoke joint as well, but it was like an enclosed room. Yeah. And you all went in there and you ordered your piss. And it was just a room of you in there and you picked your song in there. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get Dylan and Jenny on for an episode. And I reckon we booked that one up here. The yeah. Bowling center yeah. and go get into our work. Fucking nice. But, no, um, fun. No, I think... Absolute highlight, but was um, shaking the lady in the bloke's hand that do the Red Bull Air shit, like, for the show. Oh, is that in the stunt plane? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Yeah, I, I don't want to give too much away. I'd love to try line up a chat with him because um, a few stories I've heard, it'd be just you guys would be blown away with what he's achieved in his career and stuff. Like, he does it for all over the world. Yeah. But, but just seeing him... 
standing there having a beer afterwards, prepared to just go and you're looking up in the air and they're just tornado oh, together. That's a fucking just a whole nother level of loose, isn't it? Yeah. And just good, genuine people too. Mm. Oh, that's good, mate. So everyone you met was good. <coughs> Excuse oh, me. Everyone's, yeah. Yeah. Like I always say, it's just going to be some local hero or something that's a fuckwit, eh? Yeah, oh, that's Everyone right. in that game just wants everyone to achieve everything. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Glad uh, you had a good weekend. What about the actual race? Was it pretty yeah, good? Yeah, no, it was right. It was prime. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, everything about it was, oh, I'm definitely a big fan. I'd love to get back down to it again. Yeah. But I should mention, um, straight off the um, plane, got the hire car, went into the city, common, I keep going common knee because it's like a shirt brand. <laughs> what is the fucking thing? Sorry, mate. Brewery. Common Ground Brewery, is it? Common Ground Brewery. Jimmy, fucking legend. And Blair from Bears Barbecue did an event there on Saturday. So I rocked up for the lunchtime event. John Austin also come out um, from Ipswich or Toowoomba, wherever the fuck he is. Sorry, mate. Yeah. <laughs> we sat in and had a fucking great feed. And the beer there was unbelievable, this Kentucky lager. Yeah, right. So I definitely want to get back there with us. And even maybe do something there one day or a comedy thing or I don't know. Yeah. It's endless. It's a great little pub. So if you're down that way, go check that out. Just a great setup. Yeah, the old pool. Best brisket. It was so tender. Holy. Was it? And the old Bears else? barbecue. He done well. It's like they started at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You sort of got to, don't you? Yeah. You're going to do brisket and everything. And then like the chicken, the smoked chicken. Oh, I'm definitely going to get into that more. Yeah, I've, I haven't dabbled in it much, but it's chicken would be one of those ones that it doesn't take up your whole day. No, it's pretty nice, quick. Yeah. If you want, yeah. Even if you did it slow, eh? That's right. Yeah. So, uh, what, and the sausages. It was like a little um, appetizer, like going back for it. It was like the lolly of the plate. Yeah. And I'm not really a big fan of smoked sausages. Like, they're good. But these ones, for some reason, you'd be reaching over there and you'd be coming back and going for a little bite and just keeping that to the side like the... Little yeah. lolly, so nah, all round fucking prime weekend, and nice little delayed flight. Had to get up at uh, four o'clock this morning, <laughs> and we've only just got in now. So yeah, all good stuff, man. Sounds like a fucking ripper. Mm. Well done. I don't know what else to add, but fucking the whole gold case was absolutely on for the weekend. Yeah, just creatures everywhere. Oh, it would have been just for that event being on, eh? Like we always say, whenever there's a decent event somewhere, that sort of just turns it on. And that, um, you remember the island backpackers in Surfers where everyone used to go for schoolies? Yeah. And now they've turned it into like bougie as fuck, sort of like party, sort of young vibe hotel. Yeah, right. So that's where they had to stay in, and it was absolutely unbelievable as well. Yeah, awesome. No mate. complaints all around. Even the delayed flight, I was pretty positive because I'm going, you couldn't have a weekend like that and... Have something not go wrong. No, not go wrong. <clears throat> yeah. And, mate, we can yarn in the afternoon. That's we right. We can yarn whenever we hey, want. The beers taste better than 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they, they <laughs> fucking do. They still actually, taste good they? at 9, but even better now. Yeah, that's, that's right. You don't feel like a genuine alcoholic. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing stuff. something from the weekend. But, um, oh, obviously, yeah, went up to Kelly Beach Club afterwards. That's the setup. I'm glad we um, didn't look at that for an option for the after party with the pools and everyone. I'm like, oh. You, oh. You, you trendsetters are as loose as us, so we probably don't belong there for an after party. Mate, we probably needed to book a fucking big brick enclosed room with nothing in it. 
yeah. or a padded one. Go hire out Ekna for the yeah. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But no, the, the jet skis and the pool and the fucking half yeah. pipes and that was sick, heaps dude. going on. And I was doing the booty cam. Was, like I'm like, don't worry about the mullet cam anymore because I had the dancers and the fire girls and all that. And I'm trying to get cast to film them. I'm going, no, what, are, what is that? Booty cam. And then me and Chucky are going, is that an eight? Or is that a fucking eight and a half? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, booty cam. Well, I might see incorporate on fight night, mate. Yeah. Probably too many blokes for booty cam. Nah, ring girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Good stuff. What, hold a score? Hold a score card up, you reckon? Yeah, maybe we can. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome, man. That's fucking prime. How'd you go, mate? Yeah, we'll get to Quino first. How'd mm. you how'd you go, Quino? Shout out to you, mate, letting me crash at your pad, Naggy. Yep. Um, had a few of the Lightning Ridge gang that I hadn't seen in about a year. So my sister, etc., my nephew, which was really good to catch up. Yeah. Lots of wholesome times, lots of swimming. Um fuck Aggie's prime. Yeah. Very keen to get down there a bit more often and just cause I because I'm used to going there from Yapoon, but now that mm. I'm in here, it's only an hour and a half down the flat. So, yep. yeah, it was really good. Fucking deleted some tins because I hadn't really <laughs> given it a nudge since Sydney. So, yeah, caught up there and, yeah, it was really good. And just it was funny because all of them from Lightning Ridge are just trendsetters just absolutely pestering me about <laughs> what I've been doing, which is fucking prime, Yeah, which is awesome. So I think everyone got a photo with because I took my carry-on cap and my pities. So. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was fucking sick. Fuck yeah, man. Mm. Good stuff. And while you're getting back into your work this week, brother, yeah. uh, getting into a bit of vlog work again. Yeah. So yeah. I've had a few days off, so keen to have a very normal week and I'm going to be starting to edit our station point trip this week. Yeah. So go from just a little bit of an update for everyone who's keen. Yeah. Skid Pig's actually got the um, his video up on YouTube on yep. that trip. Um, and yeah, it was a good watch. I had a look at it, so go check that out. And um, we'll probably have a bit more swearing and music and stuff like that on Patreon and stuff. But that'll give you a taste anyway of what ours will be about. Yeah. And um, yeah, for all you people on Patreon, it'll be up. I'd say, what do you reckon, Quinn? A week or so? Yeah, we'll see how we go. I'll start yeah. and then give us an update if we're if required. Yeah, good stuff. But ain't rush <laughs> quality. No, yeah, no, that's right. No, exactly. But but yeah, I um I had a rip of time in Melbourne, lads. That oh. joint. Is the fucking most confused place on earth. Yeah. One day there, it rained, hailed two separate times, was sunny and hot, cold and cloudy, and just all on the same day, same fucking day. As I'm walking around, I've got a hoodie on, taking the cunt off, fucking going, what the fuck's going on here? You know? That's why I was laughing at um, Chucky down there because he's walking around with a jumper one minute and he goes, oh, it could get cold. I'm like, fucking Gold Coast. But he reckons it did the day before or something. I'm like, typical Mexican. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't blame him, man. Because that one day... You need I, it, I right? swear it was cold and then it was steaming hot with the sun. And I'm not even lying. Hailed. Only little hail, but fucking hail. Fuck. I'm going, what? Hell. You know, it's just pretty much sums up Melbourne as a whole. Just weird. You know, <laughs> yeah. Weird cunts. <laughs> and that stems on to the next point, mate. Melbourne... Easily the people watching Capital of Australia so far for me, mm. where I've been. Holy fuck, man. I was having an w- awesome time just walking around. Because on the Tuesday, caught up with everyone, got on the piss, went to that karaoke thing and the cast for a bit and then called it. And then everyone sort of went out to the venue where the wedding was going to be. But Beck and I stayed for Wednesday so we could sort of have a day together and just suss Melbourne out, man. 
And honestly, next time I'm bringing a pair of comfy walking shoes, a light fucking spray jacket, and I'll just cruise around all day. Because <laughs> I fucking saw, it was like a wildlife safari for people. Just fucking unreal, man. Um, so that was great stuff. And it's sort of, I've sort of got a business idea, Tommy's Tours. Um, you know, we just had run pub crawls through Melbourne and you just people watch <laughs> in between. You know, like the bird watchers have their binoculars and fucking cameras and shit. Be a good time, bro. There was like one dude I saw had a purple dress on, on a bike, and he had two bikes, like two trolleys and a pram, like a train behind him, like on the road, waiting at traffic lights and shit. It was fucking. Yeah, I've seen that one you said on the Snapchat. <laughs> I'm like, that cunt better be paying red, Jack. And mate, that bloke. <laughs> The bloke swinging off the recorder, just getting stuck into oh, his Oh, he was getting into his work. <laughs> mate, I was just like, that sort of shit. I watched that come for a dead set five minutes and he just did not stop the energy. You don't need to be doing those prank videos on YouTube anymore. If you could just film a bit of fucking street zoo. Oh, a bit of street zoo. That's right. It was called Street Zoo on tour with Tommy. Yeah, man. It was, uh, there's you should buy an old double-decker bus, mate, and knock the top off her and just, just fucking... Like bird watchers. Yeah, just cruise around. Spot the cracky. Yeah. But it's just, when you live there, I think it becomes so normal to them that you don't even see their heads turn. And I'm like, you cunts missing this. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know? No one even stops. I'm like, ha, look at this cunt. (laughs) Like, fucking, (laughs) look what's this. I noticed that in Sydney when we were there. Yeah. It's just fucking the norm. Just just the norm, man. Like that windscreen ball wipe of like, we're the only ones looking. Everyone's just sitting there straight going, oh. Timmy's back out again. Yeah. And, and Beck's sort of giggling as well, but she wasn't getting into it as much as I was. I'm like, babe, have a go at this guy. And she's just going, whatever. Lots of people are onto it too. I was at the survey the other day and um, there was two people obviously under the influence. Yeah. Yep. And they were like yelling at each other from like 10 metres away, like trying to catch up to each other. <laughs> Everyone in the survey, you imagine the Bowser, we're all going like this to each other. <laughs> and it was only like a little yell and going, hey, yeah, you know, that sort of shit. <laughs> and everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah, we're very sheltered here, right? In other small towns and that. You don't. Like, just be normal. Yeah. Working class city, that's why. That's, yeah, well, it is. Um, but, mate, homelessness was full on there, eh? True. Proper full on, man. I actually paid a homeless bloke for a yarn. <laughs> no, I did. He, how, he, how much? Oh, I think it was about five in coins. But, but Fuck, that's pretty good. But we were all out the front, right? I'll, I'll tell you the yarn. We were all out the front having a vape, me and the boys, me, Grover, and all Whitey, and, and the lads were out there, Jacko, and I think Ruggs was there. And um, our mate come up and asked if we got any spare change. And Groper goes, I've got plenty, but fuck all for you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Rude for that one, because yeah. Groper and I could pretty much quote every set he's done. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and old mate didn't hear it. He was speaking to the other lads at a time, and Groper sort of leant over in the ear, and he's like, I've got plenty, but fuck all for you. Yeah. And fucking, <laughs> we just sort of had a bit of a giggle. But anyway, he was looking for 25 bucks so he could spend the night at the homeless shelter. And he was just – and this bloke was proper like – Straight through between the ears, wasn't um, wasn't like tripping or something like that. He just seemed spoke really well, and I'm like, "What's the go with this cunt?" Sort of thing. He looked homeless, but sort of come up and asked for that. And he reckons you get a feed, a shower, and can wash your clothes there yeah, for twenty five right. bucks. And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." Started getting some coins out. I think I had five. Grape gave him like eight bucks. I think we scrounged up pretty much enough for it, sort of thing. And um. And all the boys started going back inside, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah. 
I was like, mate, I want a yarn out of you for five bucks. And I said, what's going on, brother? Like, talk to me. I want to hear your fucking story sort of thing. I've had about ten beers here. I'm into one. And um, he goes, he reckons he's been homeless for eight years in Melbourne. Um, And I was sort of like, after that day, I said, bro, why don't you fucking get out of here? I'm like, this is the shittest place to live as a homeless person, wouldn't it be? Like the weather you got to deal with, cold and fucking hot and raining. And he goes... I've networked that well over the last eight years that he reckons he knows where to go for, like, free coffee, like, at the end of the yeah, shifts and yeah. shit, free food where they're going to hand it out, the best places to sleep, where to go to get the most shit and that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, righto. Like, sort of just asked him a few questions and said, all oh, right, righto, man, too easy. And then before he went back in, Graper goes, well, I hope you get bunked up next to a nice homeless Sheila and get a homeless root. <laughs> <laughs> And I won't go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, hopefully he does. All right. Do you reckon you have to pay to go to a homeless shelter? I don't know. He might have done us there. Well, that would be like a different facility. Yeah, maybe. Ken Come on. Like, there's a homeless shelter. Yeah. But to use facilities like that, you'd have to pay. I reckon you would. Otherwise, there was that many homeless people there, they'd all go there. Like 25 bucks for a bed, a feed, and a fucking shower is pretty cheap. You know? So yeah. I don't know. Good on him if he fucking wasn't, because he's got all this out of us. But I was just happy to talk. We'd look to a... this up, but fucking Telstra can go get fucked. No, up. I got you. Oh, you it got it. Right. Are we on? Yeah, yeah, we're on. Shout out to my hotspot. So, what am I looking up? Oh, um, I just homeless say, shelter, Melbourne. Does, yeah, does homeless shelter still see if I got coin. see if I got scammed by homeless? Groper might have been onto it from the start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think it was just because he had a good chat game on him, and he wasn't just spaced out and drug fucked. Oh. You know, at the time, anyway. Home and homeless shelter with showers. Rough price or something. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping rough. Here it is. <laughs> is that it? I don't know. Even if you go to homeless shelters, cost. Do you? Like, yeah, yeah, cost. How much Low cost services available. How much does the homeless cost? No, that's the government. Yeah. I want... Fuck, we're not finding much here, Bush. But while he's looking at that, I'll get on to the next part. So that, you know, seeing a few and they're going all right. One bloke I saw was fucked, man. Like, do you know we're talking people walk past and not noticing shit? There was one dude, he was in a wheelchair, right? And his legs from his knee down to his foot were swollen, like, to the point of I had to look twice at him and were bleeding. And he was just scrunching his hands up like that, just rock, rocking backwards and forwards against this bin, just shaking. Swarms of people just walking, just stepping around him and that. I just, I like stopped and had to look twice and thought, is this cunt like fucking, is he dying? Mm. Like, but it just, I think because we don't see that sort of shit here often, I was just like, so does he just sit there all day like that and just stay there or something or... Because I'm going, that cunt should be in fucking hospital. But I suppose, yeah. what do you do? But it rattled me, eh? Yeah, I was just like, fuck, fuck me. Look at this. Look at this bloke. Yeah, it's so, a different game. Like, I'll pay, pay out on But fuck, when the poor cunt's in a wheelchair. Oh, and I think he was in one because his legs were so fucked. But like, yeah. like I said, you have a bit of a laugh here and there. But these are people who are still conscious. And, oh, mate, was cruising around asking for money and that. This cunt 
Like, I'm like, that person should be on fucking antibiotics and shit. Like, his legs look proper like he had blood poisoning and shit. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. But I think it, what rattled me the most is just seeing everyone just not even look down sideways or whatever, and I'm just stopped going, what mm. the fuck's going on? Well, there'd on? be some bad stories like that for, like, veterans that have ended up in homeless situations with actual injuries from the war and we're not even looking after him. Yeah. And, mate, like, and, mate, overseas. And see, mate, who well. knows, though? He might have got out of hospital two days ago and went and just got a fucking thing of heroin and yeah, drill it. So that's you, right, yeah. You don't know, but I just mean seeing it like that in person. Like, I'm imagining a young fella walking past and seeing that or something. I'd yeah, be like, oh, fuck yeah. me. What's the verdict, Quinn? Uh, I'm not really finding, like, any... Set direct costs, just sort of finding like how much the government pays for it. But um, I'm just finding heaps of like shelters in Melbourne, but none of them are showing me a fee. Right, I trendsetters. Well, you're gonna have to. Well, that's let us know. Yeah, let I, us reckon, know. I reckon Tommy got jibbed. No, I'll... well, I got I got a yarn for five bucks. Okay, yeah, that's it was a good yarn. That's why I didn't just steam inside and let him have it. I was like, oh, no, no, give us the yarn. <laughs> but, no, no, um... no, that's good. It's good to hear you got the yarn and nothing like. Bit of homeless chat's good now and then. Yeah, yeah, bit of homeless. That's right. But just, just apart, get a home to go to. apart from that one one bloke, it was actually prime sussing the joint out. I really enjoyed spending the day there cruising around with Beck, like the food. Do you know we mm. say a lot of the time when you're not from where you're from, you try and make the most of the good food and shit. Yeah. Like Beck's a big seafood fan, so he went to this place called the Boiling Crab. Oh, I've seen the videos of that. She was getting into her work. Yeah, like we went in there and they just pulled this big bit of paper out, put yep. it on the table, and she was going to order a couple of things. I'm like, babe, deadliest catch. Get the Alaskan king crab. I'm like, I just want to see it. Yeah, yeah. So she got like half a crab of that and was fucking loving it, man. They just tipped the whole thing out on the table, these big crabs. Because I used to love watching Deadliest Catch. Yes, yeah, it's fucking awesome. So um, she had that and it was a really cool joint. I was like a fucking child. I just ate chicken wings and chips. <laughs> yeah. I did not... see that. I'm like, what the fuck? Did you get the kids menu? Yeah, pretty much. Because I'm like, what? Well, did you like... try it? Yeah, I had a, I had a bite. Still I just... no good on the king uh, crab either. Oh, just fucking. I don't did, know. Did you treat it like a prawn? Yeah, I know. I just ate a big mouthful, and I was like, yeah, rather chips. Oh, so you didn't even like it with the sauce or anything? Yeah, it was. What okay. was the sauce? Like a tomato you one? Well, she got the mild sauce. It was like this. It was a chili crab still, was it? Sort of. But yeah. she doesn't like hot stuff, so yeah, she just got the yeah. mild. But anyway, it was a cool experience. I got the old bib on and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. No, it looked good. Yeah. Like, that'd be a fun time like with your mates and stuff. Yeah, that's oh, right. And, and there's a couple. Sorry. And, and yeah. wasn't um wasn't cheap, but it was one of those things that you're like, Alaskan king crab, deadliest catch, fucking in Melbourne, let's go. Yeah, I yeah. said, fuck that, babe, get the crab. Like, I want to see it. <laughs> what else did they have there? Is it was a big um, seafood thing? Yeah, or? it was a huge seafood thing. Yeah, like, yeah. just heaps of seafood, bug and mud crab and all the all the different shit, you know? Yeah. It was actually like an American-style thing in there. They All the signs and written on different parts of America and stuff. So um, I think they had a few things like seafood options from there too. Yeah, but it was pretty cool. But dinner was where I got into my work. We I went did see to that a, a Smith steak joint, man. The Meat Maiden, it was called. It actually looked like a strip joint at the front. <laughs> and I said, "Fuck me, are we going into a bloke strip club here? The Meat Maiden, like ready yeah. to just fucking get smacked with a sausage." But went in there, mate, and it was um, it was great. But other steakhouses you've been to, is it real dark? Like, we went in Some there, man, are, and the yeah. setting was super dark. And I'm like, do you reckon this is so they can get away with overcooking one <laughs> every, <laughs> every now and again? I like those dark settings. Do you? I do like the dingy, like, d- 
like basement shit. I didn't mind it, but it was like really dark. Yeah, right. So, right. but it, it was still, it was just a bit different. But the actual steak, man, it was great. I um, I ended up going the five hundred gram dry aged, dry aged steak because I'd never to this day ordered a dry aged out mm. there because I wasn't that hungry. And the only cut was five hundred gram <laughs> um, dry aged. Is it was it like the butcher one where they had the restaurant in it? We looked at meat maiden up. On yeah, the visual because um, I think I've seen it on Instagram. It's, this is a flash joint. Yeah, they had the they had the racks there. Um, well, they had the cupboard there with everything in it. Um, yeah, yeah, stop that's, it. That's it. There, man. Look at the fucking marbling on that cunt. Yeah. Was it a ribeye? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big ribeye. Yeah, it was, man. So I actually took some in a doggy bag and had it for breakfast the next day. Beautiful. But Beck got like a flank, but it was like a nine. It was the highest grade piece of meat you can get so obviously not as good a cut of meat but the best of that cut ever and i want to normalize doggy bags anyone that thinks they're too school for cool too cool for school yeah fucking too, no. school, too school for cool fucking oh <laughs> that was the first question i asked him when that was the only the smallest dry age one i said can i take this in a doggy bag and he said yep and i went right order yep. <laughs> nothing shit me more than this restaurant one night when they won't let you take away the wine and we were absolutely paro, me and the missus. <laughs> and we got like this $80 bottle or something. And I'm like, oh, because we, we like to get the bottle. You have a glass of it and then you go back to the room and sit there and watch a movie or whatever and have the bottle. Yeah. Nah. Wouldn't okay. let you take it with you? Nah. What? So I'd just sit there and finish it. I think we had to leave some there. Like, we were like at the point where we shouldn't have even had a nice meal because we were fucking getting stuck into our work <laughs> on the cocktail How does list. that work if you pay for the bottle? Well, yeah, lucky we had at least one glass out of it. Yeah. I don't know. It must be like it wasn't licensed for you. Yeah, to... it's RSA. Yeah. Actually, legal. I'll drop where it was, so don't do it. People was at the Black Hide at the Brisbane Casino. Yeah. So, yeah, they wouldn't let you remove the bottle. So yeah, right don't go there. I'm saving your money. Daddy's saving your money. Mm. <laughs> or if you do, just buy a glass. Or finish the cut. Yeah. Or... That'd, be, that'd be pretty simple too. <laughs> but overall, great experience. Do you know what I really like about those two places I went to? They were very expensive. I didn't like that. But what I did like was the fucking service mm. the whole time. Yep. People checking on you, how it's going. Not too much, though. Everything was on time. Everything was cooked, Smick. And I was like, thank you. It was like Moomoo's. Oh, that was the you, best, you, wasn't you, it? Yes, you're paying for it, but there's good service. Oh, you, everything's just like it should be, which is very fucking relieving in today's day and age when you're going to Sadly, it just gets shit. worse as we head north. Yeah. But then it starts again. Your poon's still pretty good service. Yeah. Like, they, it, like, picks up again. I think it's just the general overall when you just go to a pub or something like that, just the fuck-up rate's so much higher, isn't it? Yeah. You know? But, mate, overall, like I said, that was my little treat. Her... So did you like the dry age? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath. I, I think I got a zoo. Could you, could you taste that extra? Yeah, it was very... It was like a meaty meat. Like, I don't know if you get... Yeah, that's right. Stronger but, meat flavour. There's just a lot of um, fake shit going on at the moment. Like, um, in the Wagyu game, they'll knock the fat off the Wagyu, right? Yeah. Give you a normal, pretty good steak and um, render that down and then paste it in it. Oh, right So it actually tastes like that. And they do that with the dry age too, with the tallow. Yeah, right. And then brush it on. Yeah, okay. A few people are getting found out, so... Yeah, but no, mate, it was good for me. And, like, it's not like you got heap of chips with it as well. I think we just got that bit of steak. I got red wine and garlic jus or something. I can't yep. remember exactly what it was. And then we just got, like, this cauliflower dish as a side 
just to nibble at in between, like as a bit of a palate cleanser between yeah. between the meat. But like that one in um, at Moomoo's, man, it fills you up, like just yeah. that bit of steak. Yeah. So, no, I was, a, I was a huge fan of that. And then, mate, we just went back to the room, had a couple of drinks, watched a movie. And, yeah, it was a, just a prime day out in Melbourne with the missus. And it was great for her to get a day like that after us going away, doing these things for so long, for her to just be able to have a day chilling out, eating nice food, you know, yeah, it was awesome for her to get that. And then the next day, man, went out to the wedding. The King's wedding, mate. What a beautiful day. Massive congrats to Mr. and Mrs. King. I love you both. The venue, yeah. The venue was unreal. All the people there were great. And it was a special day. And what a love story. You could literally make a movie out of it. So they met at Burning Man, one from Australia, one from America, hit it off, right, at this festival. And, you know, kept talking to each other after it and shit like that. And, you know, a lot of the friends and the family are like, what are you talking about? This is crazy. Like, yeah. you get some cool person at a festival. But kept in contact, mate. Against all odds, he moved over there for a while. She come down here to do her degree, I think, in physio in Melbourne. She's finished that. Eight years later, got married, and they're going to live happily ever after. Beautiful. So how good's that? I think they're planning to move to Queensland in a year or so. You know, what I expect about King and Ari, obviously, is they've had this plan with how they're going to do shit, right? And, and They've executed it. Yeah, and like proper training to get degrees and shit before they start a family and do this yeah, and that. And yeah. they have just got their shit sorted. And I'm like, fucking respect you yeah. for that, you know? So, so is he still fucking playing with wise? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I think he's at the solar. I think he's working on a solar solar joint as a leckie. Um, but, mate, Kingy's one of those lads that you're mates with for life no matter what. Yeah. Um, right. Someone who's genuinely happy for you to succeed, for your, his mates to succeed. Um, great bloke and, like I said, wish nothing but the best for you and Ari in the future, legends. So, yeah, it was a gr- it was just an awesome day. The venue was smick, so can't speak highly enough of it. Was he going to come back to Happy Rock? Uh, no, nah, I think they're <laughs> looking at um, Gold Coast. Gold Coast, Like around, yeah, yeah, around yeah. that, you know. He's into it. He's into it. He's in. Do a grover, bring it straight back to the hometown. Back in the cricket team. Yeah. But, um, mate, I actually got the mullet tidied up for the wedding, right? Because I flew down there and I'm like, oh, I'll just find a fucking, find a barber here. And lucky enough for me, there was a barber about 10 metres away from the door, blokes in and out, you know. And I was like, sweet, day before. Now, I got, I want you to guess how much it cost me. I got like the side fade in, little snip up at the front, back totally left, and I just got the beard, just cleaned up a little bit, shaved in. Guess how much that cost? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm locking in uh, $48. $48. What are you going, Quino? Uh, f- 52 $80. Holy. 80 fucking bucks. I thought I was being, oh my God, he's going to hit me with a 60 or something stupid. Mate, I nearly said, put the cunt back on. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, I just, you can't do anything either. I'm like, I just didn't, I didn't even whinge or say, I just, just. No wonder they're homeless. (laughs) Well, mate, I just tapped my card and took off, but. Like, the young fella killed it, though. Like, you'd tell he knew exactly what he was doing, sat down, he just drilled it out, ooh, mad yarns with it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is sick. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'd always come and do this. It's that easy. And I went, nah, 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 nah. I would not always come and do this. $80, man. 
surely that's not like I know the prices in Melbourne are high. Like, I wasn't expecting a twenty-five dollar haircut. I was expecting to pay forty, yeah, yeah, maybe or something like that. Yeah, but dude, fucking hell! Surely that's not affordable for blokes to keep that fade in or whatever that's costing them that much every time, dude. But look at the price of living down there. Dude. Like they got. Mate, you'd have heaps going on. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know if they just saw me coming a mile away and thought you're fucked. Because mm. they didn't. They definitely didn't have the prices up on like a board. No. <laughs> Otherwise, I Mook wouldn't have went there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. shout out to old mate. He he did me well with the mullet, but just fucking hell, dude. I'm glad it's not that ear. Put it that way. No, that's right. Yeah. So that was pretty wild. But Friday. Was running off absolute fumes. Checked into the hotel in the city. It was a huge night and after party from the wedding. And, um, you know, Groper and I had an Arvo plan with um, Sutto from the Standard Squeeze and Fez and the crew. Yep. Meeting up with those boys in the Friday of. And, um, you know, if it wasn't those legends, I would have called it off because I was just in pain, bro. Like in a <laughs> world of hurt, feeling like shit. And I thought, righto, I'll fire up and have a hot shower, right, and get going. This hotel, sweet, just checked in. Turn the hot on, stand there for a couple of minutes, feel in. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's getting there. Getting there. Not getting there. <laughs> Not getting there. Fuck off. What's going on? It's sort of warm so you can get in, but it's like, you know, you just want to fucking just get steamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like cook me cunt. I'm yeah, fucking, yeah, I yeah. want to get refreshed. <laughs> anyway, no hot water. Dealing with it the whole time. It was sort of lukewarm. And um, so anyway, I'm straight out on the blower because I'm like, fuck off. I'm here for three nights. Anyway, hello. I said, mate, what's going on? Just got in the shower. It's not hot. And he goes, oh, no, it is lukewarm. I said, yeah. Nah, I know. Tell Luke. I said. <laughs> I just, warm enough. <laughs> I just said, mate, what's the go? Like, can I have a hot one? And he said, no, no, we had a problem with the hot water system. And now it is lukewarm for the hotel. And I went, that's literally the first fucking time I've ever heard that in my life. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, man? And he's like, oh, the problem with the hot water, now lukewarm. And I just, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you, I said, are you serious? And he's like, yes. And I went, I don't even know how that's possible. Like, what do you regulate the hot water system down yeah, to, yeah. to be a certain thing? And I'm going, I said, what'd you have Wim Hof stay the night and he's converted you? <laughs> said, you can tell Wim to fuck right Hoff. If people want a cold shower, they can turn the cold on. But yeah, and absolutely blew me away. I just sort of hung up the phone and went, well, that's a first. And I was hitting Grafer up going, was it like that for you too? He's like, no, nah, no. Nah. And then the next two nights... I still didn't have to turn cold on, but it was it was okay. And yeah. I'm thinking, it wasn't even the hot water problem that was the issue. It's just cunt telling me that, nah, it's just warm at the hotel. And I'm going, surely that's just a piss take, man. Maybe a plumber could break it down to us on a yarn. I just reckon it was heaps of people had hot showers at yeah. that time and yeah. there wasn't hot water. Because like I said, the next two days were sweet. But the way this bloke was telling me, this Indian lad, it was like, nah, man, it's just it's just lukewarm here at this hotel. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> but anyway. Should have um, just had a cold one. You'd be more refreshed, mate. Ah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that, man. <laughs> but picked our sorry asses up after me, Lukey, and uh, went, to the, went to see the lads. And what a way to pick morale up 
Dad set picked me off the deck. Shout out to all the boys who were there that night. All the bunch of absolute legends. Sato from the Standard Squeeze would have pumped about nine different cocktails into us in three hours. <laughs> yeah, the big nice. man was keen for a fucking party. Not to mention the rest of the night. He looked after us all night, man. So the hair of the dog was gone pretty quick. That's awesome. So Love shout that. out to Sato from the Standard Squeeze. Absolute legend. Um, doing cool shit as well. And um, Fez, mate. Fez and the crew, what a fucking awesome highlight to meet that man. Fucking All what he's done with the show and what he's done personally in his own life and building himself up and being on all these news channels and shit, not once has he changed as a bloke and that's why I can't respect him enough, you know, and who he is. But, mate, honestly, didn't think it was possible, but he's an even better bloke in person, so... That was awesome, um, and we'll be we'll definitely be doing a podcast with him at some point. Like I was talking to him about how people think there's a reason why we haven't got him on yet and shit, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's because Fez is a fucking busy man down there, and we're busy as well. So we've just got to lock in a time to make it happen, you know. Mm. Um, I definitely think with these one way flights, um, we'll be able to make it happen. Yeah, it's just a bit of planning. Yeah. That's right. So don't stress, guys. It will happen. And the lads he had with him, Ben Whitey and his brother-in-law, Corey, were with him, right? Ben and Whitey, legends. Now, Corey, I could have been on my deathbed with stage seven Yana's back, and I still would have been up and about with this cut around. <laughs> Dead set, man. The energy this bloke brought was second to none. Just bouncing around like a pinball on ice. Like just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Grabbing Groper like fucking shuffling his head and Groper's going yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, and just but it was awesome because it was exactly what we needed, dude. Like Corey was just life of the party, and when you have those blokes around, you have no choice but to have a laugh. And all of a sudden, get Fit in, in or fuck off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. People around sort of having a look, but now Corey works by himself most of the time. Loves the shows, so thanks for your support, Corey. It fucking means a lot, brother. So, um, but yeah, it was awesome to meet those guys. And like I said, he just sort of set us up to be fucking up and about for the rest of the night. So that's good. But yeah, it was awesome, man. Ended up calling, pulling up stumps about 2.30 that sort of next morning (laughs) and got some shut eye for the Cox plate. And that was like the the last hurrah of the trip, you know. And um, Sato, (laughs) as busted as he was, took us to the races himself the next day, like the gentleman that he is, (laughs) me and Gropes. And, um... Yeah, it was a great day at the races, man. Was it we just were... you two or the rest of the greens? No, it was just me, Groper and Rugs went. Yeah, yeah. And yep. um yeah, we went and it was it was in the middle of the track. It was like this party on the hill sort of thing that we yeah. had. So but we were keen to have a big day on the punt. So it was like there was all the tables outside and shit and one little platform to actually watch them finish. But we went in and just found a prime bit of real estate on this table right in front of all the screens and shit like that in the middle of the track. Yeah. And pretty much sat there all day, mate. But I couldn't tip water out of a bucket that day. Yeah, I've got that warrior or whatever. Romantic warrior. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I had alligator blood, but... Well, yeah, I had alligator blood in our multi yeah, for I, the place, but yeah. I had that in me all in for the other one too, the top three or whatever. So I only put five that. bucks on the cunt butt. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> on the winner. I'm like, oh. Yeah, but it was. Um, I actually had a shock and run all day, and then right at the end, I saw this something Foster, and it was I thought David Foster, like the old woodcutting bloke, and I'm like, 
pull me out of the shit, brother. Like there was this dirty ass roughy paying fucking whatever it was. I was like, this is like my last 20, put it on it, and they can't one, bro. It won a couple of hundred bucks. And yeah, it wasn't nice. It didn't get me back all the way, but I'm like, thank you, Foster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pulled me out of the shit. No form. Fuck all. Just a name. And yep. I went, oh well, if that doesn't show me what I should be doing, then fuck all will. But um, yeah, it was it was a great time though, man. Like just being being there for the day, seeing all the units cruising around. It's always a good vibe at the races. Like, especially that day. It's such a big, big day yeah, in big Australian racing, man. Fucking oak. Ray and Rugs went up to watch the Cox Plate. And I wish we stayed with Groper because there was that many people around us at that podium thing because we went up last minute that you couldn't really see the screen you were hearing and then you watch the last 10 metres. <laughs> and it's like, who fucking won? I was trying to get to this hotel room. I had to go see a mate, and fuck me, I got there as it come through the door. I'm like, who won? Yeah, yeah. So, but no, it, it was a good race though, man. Like real tight to the end. The blood was fucking winning, coming into the straight, and then yeah, bright side and romantic warrior right at the fucking death. So yeah, no, it was it was cool, man, to check it all out. I was starting to get worn out though, dude. Like that, we were there from Tuesday. Yeah, tipping in oh. after the weekend with Skid Pig. Tipping mm. in after the weekend before at Bowen Cup, tipping in. So I'm going, oh, last hurrah. You know, I've got to pick myself up. And then after that, man, we went and saw Kingy, actually went to his house and finished the trip. It was good, sitting down with the king and actually just spending some time oh, with him. him yeah. You know, because it's hard at weddings, man, when you're entertaining oh, you so many yeah. people. You don't even try and pin them down or whatever. Nah. Um, even though the after party, we... Uh, Pinned a few down. (laughs) But, you know, it was great. Great way to finish the trip off, man. And all all up, a great time in Melbourne. But I am definitely keen to get back here for a bit of normality for a while and just get back in the groove because it's just felt like a fucking absolute whirlwind. It has. You know? And we haven't even covered. That's my part done. Thanks for sitting through that, people. Um But how's the new rig, Cambodian? We haven't even fucking covered the big daddy deluxe. I'm fucking pumped with it. No, it's been good. Yep. That drive back from Melbourne, I'm still waiting. We've been checking the mailbox. Actually, as we just got off the plane, I ran home and got the car. Yep. I'm waiting for some speeding fines. Oh, yeah? Yeah, fuck me. I reckon, lucky it's in the business, I think. Yeah. Um, but that's also bad too, because I think it doubles the price. Yeah, it just doesn't take points. But that was wild going through that. I could, me and Cass could have done a month getting back, just because it was oh, a nice... wineries, and then just like went out to that lake's entrance, fucking all the trawlers, cold as fuck. And then next minute we're driving up through the snowy mountains, like oh, like off the movie, mm. all through that country. And then Cass, she was that excited seeing the fucking snow at Mount Kosciuszko. Going, we'd never seen snow in Australia before, and looking at it at this time of year too, going, yeah. holy shit, there's still snow. Driving up through that. The one thing I didn't realise, fucking wombats, are dead wombats on the road, they're thick down that way. Yeah, we don't get to see it here, do no, we? No, they're like, we'd have ruse and all that, but fuck, there would have been an eight in this probably 5K stretch. Fuck me. Have a look, Quinn, how many wombats get hit a year. Because, yeah, that's um, they do some damage to your car, oh, man. Oh, they'd be like a brick. They fucking. would, eh, because they're proper little nuggets. That'd be all through Fez country. Oh, wow. At least yeah. 3,000 wombats are killed each year on 800 kilometres of New South Wales Highway. There you go. So that really sucks. South Wales. <laughs> you know, it's weird, too. You're, like, you're in Victoria. 
then you're in New South Wales, then you're back into Victoria, like that coast road. Because everyone, appreciate you all, but fuck, everyone's like, you got to go inland. you got to go to the coast. Don't go inland. Like, I, you couldn't tell. Like, there was no one that the could convince me. Yeah, and everyone's going, oh, you had a fucking good run either way. So they'll say on the road, inland was fucked. Yeah. And then they'll say it'll be twice the drive coastal. But like you said, man, we're so used to driving out the mines and shit like that, following the same roads every single time. It would have been refreshing for you to see some new oh, country. And, co- and comfy in that big car too. You're not oh. crammed in Fuck like that. no, you're not, man. You well, could... I did a 15-hour day and, and we'll, like, I was stuffed and we're getting a bit shirty at each other, but we'll, we're still good. You could fucking fund a homeless shelter in your car for six cunts. Yeah. Mate, I remember when you picked me up the other day, I'm like, it's a big car if I've got to fucking climb in it. <laughs> yeah. like, it's fucking, it's a unit. But, but just nicely set up in there too. Like yeah. it's comfy to sit in, eh? What is it, brother? What, yeah, there's new Silverado ZR2, the LS3 petrol. They're coming out with a diesel next year, so I think a lot of people are holding off. But I wanted the petrol and the, that bit of power back in my life. Obviously, diesel will be a lot talkier, that engine, next year, but a bit less horsepower. Yeah. So a different sort of power, as people know. Yeah. But I uh, appreciate probably all the legends that have reached out, wanting to help us out, putting train canopies and all that on. Me and Tom have got a bit of a plan together, mm. how we're going to work through this, because um, that's pretty much – that's all raised for something else. And the other companies, I think Tom and I are going to announce something soon that we'll probably try – get into this game a bit and work with a few of you legends in a yeah. different way. So we'll keep you informed with that. Yeah, get me out of the Outlander. Yeah. and um, Me nuts are getting smaller. I want to keep the Silverado nice and have a bit more of um, <coughs> stuff for our vlogs and stuff like that. So mm, A couple yeah. of play rigs, eh? That's right. Yeah. No, that's sweet, man. It's No, it is a nice car. And I'm glad you have got a toy as well, man, because it's always been something... As we were growing up, you've always appreciated having something that's nice with a bit of power and that. It's been your thing, eh? That's like, right, yeah. You know? I, I'm happy when I'm in it. Like, yeah, I always like that club sport. I could be having a shit day driving to work, but I'm sort of like, oh, well, if you want to get a bit grumpy and get to 100 pretty quick, you can – and they'll sort of wipe the smile on and the good tunes and shit like that. Yeah, oh, for sure, man. That's, Everyone needs something. Like yeah, we say, right. jumping on your motorbike, deleting head noise, fucking just sitting out the backyard, being able to crack a cold tin, not getting annoyed and fire the smoker up. Whatever your so, thing is. There was, a, there was actually a meme the other day. I was cracking up how times have changed, like uh, what you look forward to on the weekend. And it was like a club scene, like just being able to go with the boys and girls and just play up together. Yeah. And then there was full fridge, smoker going in your own element of your own home. And I'm going, gee whiz, we're fading into that. Because I'm like, people, if I was 18, looking at what I was at last night, at that Kelly Beach Club with... Stand-up jet skis and half pipes and tits out and ass everywhere mm. and all that. And good vibe still. I still, like, appreciated it. But I'm going, 18, my tongue would have been hanging out of my head. But I'm like, <laughs> I fucking was frothing more the barbecue event on the Saturday. Just be with genuine, um, like, I was with genuine great blokes as well. But I'm mm. like... That was more our my yeah. vibe now, mate. mate that's the, that's the crazy thing too is what we're sort of getting to do now. All these cool opportunities and that, like, it's fun as fuck and yeah. still enjoy it. But like I said, I haven't been able to use my new smoker for three weeks, three mm. weekends straight. Um, I think my gas ran out on the keg fridge. I haven't been able to have time to even sort of fix that up or find if there's a leaky line. Um, and just like 
we've always talked about the balance thing, right, when it comes to what you're doing and shit like that. And it's like these last three weeks have been so full on that I'm keen to put some time back into Beck and the kids and be at home and stuff like that. Cause yeah. That last weekend off the back of it, all I kept thinking was, fuck, I'm keen to, you know, give some time back to me missus and kids because I've been away all this time. But, no, nah, it's good, mate. you just got to roll with the punches and try and figure out the balance as best you can, eh? If I can, eh? I think I want to get an offset one now. Yep. Oh, 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 I don't know. A bit of a thing like I want to sort of upgrade that pellet one. Nah, I don't know. I'm, I'm keen to have both. Like, I, I've yeah, said, I just really want to like do it properly. If I get an offset one, like get it custom made, probably work with Blair or something like that. He's pretty skilled up and knows all the connections. Yeah. It's just um, obviously time and stuff like that. Oh, for sure, man. But like, yeah, like I said, I've never been like a um, just pellet smoker, dude. It's just... With the way our lives are at the moment, I'm like, I'm going to use it so much more being a pellet. But I've definitely got an image in my head of, like, the man area down the track with, with a big offset fucking charcoal smoker that I'll be using. I was, I was cracking up at Cash. She goes, almost rather you have it on a trailer. <laughs> so you can park the cut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of just big things sitting in the yard. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, well, I'm like, don't talk me into it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Don't give him another business idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, that's you got to respect them. There's something about hosting where it's all right, but doing it weekend after weekend. And like that, you that's said, a, man, that's a different game. The events on it maybe in the afternoon. They're there the night before, camping, making sure that everything's staying on temp. Masterclasses how to do it, mm. and not no, just dealing with them. feeding ten people. 100 people, yeah. weddings, no. Uh, 100%. So, yeah, yeah, I think I did mention your name, Blair, Bears Barbecues. But, yeah, um, hey, I've got his shirt on. Yeah, Bears Barbecue, there you go. Get that India. Cooking with Daddy. What do you What do you got for us? Fucking shout out to TikTok, that's what I've been heating up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Nah, but what, um... Obviously, we covered the rolled roast the other day in the episode with um, Skid Pig, but really, all we did that night since we've been back is um, the chili crab. Talk mm-hmm. us through that, brother. I made a fuck up. Oh no! Oh, do we do we cover this? No, no we, we haven't talked about it yet. That's no. why. I was yeah. Anyway, I've nailed it. Besides, I shouldn't have put water in it. Just used coconut cream. Oh, okay. Like it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't as thick as you'd like it. Like, it reduced down. I let it get a bit thicker, but mm. that was probably the only sort of thing. Is that what you thought too, Quint? Yeah, mate, the flavour was there. It was just you're reducing and all that sort of stuff. Coming yeah. from a, someone who's never cooked crab in his life. Mate, you yeah. never have to I really enjoyed it. So that's not flavor. coconut milk either. Just use mm. coconut cream. But uh, I think we gave you a bit of a rundown in some of these videos. Obviously, most of you legends would already be all over it. Yeah. I suppose that'll be a part of the vlog, will it, Quinn? Yeah, it'll be... um. How we finished the vlog. Beautiful. Yeah, that's yep. right. <clears throat> yeah. No, oh, sweet. And like you said, TikTok Nutrition, they've been a big part in helping me lose weight and it'll be a big part in when we're starting to get serious about this fight thing and really getting into that. So I think we've got a bit of a call lined up with them this week to talk to the dietitian and um, suss out proper how we're going and what we need to do because, you know, they can... It's been, it's been good too, like trying to not give you the influencer part of it all, like just coming off the plane today. Hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I'll get to the shops this hour. I like to have the TikToks through the day and that and then have a decent steak or something at night. Yeah. Because I like cooking. Yeah. 
But I'm like, how refreshing if I don't make it this afternoon, knowing I've got meals there. The other day when I did that video, oh. that couldn't be more honest than anything. It was 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I hadn't even eaten, and we had nothing in the fridge because it didn't go grocery shopping yet. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, smick. Well, mate, yeah. like you said, today flying in, like yesterday or whatever, today there's a fresh batch rocking up. Yeah. To be able to have fucking lunch and dinner sorted and then – during the week, you can fucking go get the smick shit you want to cook. It is smick shit, but the shit you want to cook for the weekend to put your effort into or whatever instead of having to whip something up every well, I wish so. I had it just to fucking go back out in the mines back in the day when you can just stack an esky up before you're round, make sure it's ordered before that. Yep. And you're just set. Instead of eating that shit out of the fucking <laughs> camp, fucking... Yeah, the lunch. You're shitting more than you're eating out there. <laughs> 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 That's the dead set truth. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're keen to get involved... Use the code Alpha at checkout for 20 bucks off your first order over 10 meals. That's just a bit of honesty about what we found with it. I'm fucking, I'm a big fan. And you know us, we're fucking honest. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Mate, when we went out in Melbourne, I actually had to, I had to leave a joint. Uh Everyone else was there having a good time. There was, it was just too Melbourne for me. Like I... No, man, I was in there, and I, like I said, run your own race, I couldn't care, but I was blind, and I felt like I was at, like, a thing where they were purposely dressing weird to freak you out. Like, these, just these weapons, man. And, like, there was one bloke next to us who like, was like, yeah, the girls, to this two, like, good-looking Sheilas who were definitely chicks, and they said, we don't be referred to as girls here. And I just went, what? And he's like, what do you mean? And they're like, um, we're them. And I just went, see ya. I'm like, I just went, man, this place is full on real sort of weird vibes. Plus it was, it was nearly three in the morning. That was that night after on the Friday. And I just went, hey, I think I just go. I don't really feel that comfortable here. (laughs) I'm just, yeah. And like I said, I don't care what anyone else is doing. How was that setting where you're just like talking, trying to have a general chat with them? No, it was just just going, hey girls. It was like this deep house music. And all that real dark setting and everyone that walked past, like I said, I was pretty drunk. And mm. all this dark setting with everyone that walked past was just had a bit on and just bashing shit. But shins. how did the them thing come up? On the dance floor. Oh. These two chicks were dancing and this bloke goes, yeah, the girls. And they went, when like middle of dancing, pulled him up and said, we do not talk like that here. And he just goes, what do you mean? And they're like, we're them. And I went, fuck. I just want to wear straight. Yeah, the spastics. Oh, I just, I, you know, it was just one of those things where I realised, oh, hey, no point that. whinging about it and that. I just take myself away from the situation and just go, look, it's just not my thing. But I just went, oh, man. Hmm. It's just a – but it was a very – it was probably the most Melbourne-y Melbourne nightclub that we probably could have gone to after seeing that, you know? Yeah. So, anyway. Sorry about that. Shout out to Melbourne. Shout out to Melbourne. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, a bit like the weather. A few weirdos getting around. It just shits me. I like the rainbow and all its colours, but they're just turning into this fucking thing that I don't like. Oh, man, like I said, I say it all the time. It does not worry me what you do, but it was just, I just felt like in that one spot I was just getting bombarded by just weird shit. I, I just feel awkward now, back to the rainbow thing, looking at a rainbow, and I'll take a picture of it or something, going, that's smick. But now is everyone going, oh, what are you What are you up to? Yeah. Well, Trying yeah. to find the pot of gold, mate. That's right. That's what I'm doing. What I'm doing. Um, but also, guys, seen a few people getting around the pizza. If you haven't already, go give it a run. 
pepper steak pizza at Roscoe's. So go, knife. Go, go give that a run. I've that actually might be bit. a run this uh, if um the, I haven't got my delivery yet. So Yeah, should be rocking up today. But yeah, if not, that's a great option, Cambodian. Right oh, bit of uh bit of news and sport, eh? I've got a bit of sport, but if any of you boys got some hot press off the fucking news, bit of alpha news. Hit me, Cam. Right, I bought me battery. It's one thing I'm pretty bad at at the moment is charging my phone. Um, you probably want it to go flat. Yeah. <laughs> right, I this mad unit. Yeah. This pilot who switched off the engines mid-flight. Was tripping on mushrooms. What are we doing, people? <laughs> Fucking hell. On Sunday, an off-duty Horizon Air pilot, 44 years old, was ch- charged with a serious attempt to shut down a plane's engine midway through a packed flight. Fucking oh. hell. Old Joseph has subsequently claimed to have been in the middle of a nervous breakdown, revealing that he had, hadn't slept for over 40 hours directly prior to the incident that he had tried magic mushrooms for the first time. Holy Only fuck. a day before the flight. During the flight, Joseph, who was seated in the cockpit's jump seat, emerged and the plane's fire suppression system pulling on the two red handles designed to cut off the fuel supplies to the plane's engine. The two other pilots on board had to wrestle him to Holy the ground fuck. and all the flight attendants had to like tie him up out the back. Joe, 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 if you fucking, look, we've all had a big night, Joe, before we're supposed to go to work. If you're going to work to sit at the desk and you don't get the report done, you know, is what it is. If you're a fucking pilot, Joe, have a sickie. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's, Especially uh, when that, the lives of others are in your fucking I would not hands, be blaming the mushroom. I'd say there's some other um, things going on there that, oh, yeah. I don't know. I reckon the mushroom. you reckon could, you could be... A straight bloke. 40, I know 40 hours sleep would really change you. Mm. But, like, you and me, do you reckon we're going to go? Well, I wouldn't put well, We got too much head noise on a daily. I wouldn't put myself in that position. No. I wouldn't go to work on mushrooms as a fitter, let alone a fucking pilot. No, I wouldn't do mushrooms because I like to be in control. Yeah, that's right. You're not a psychedelic sort of No, bloke. but, yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty loose. That and, is pretty loose. And the only other... Um, Good news thing, which I'm actually pretty interested, is Ducati's actually um, starting to make dirt bikes. So, oh, are they? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like are they, they might, are they out yet, or are they sort uh, of? I think there might be. I think more 2024, but you know how everything works; it probably comes in around this time for next year. Yeah, is That's there anything cool. on that? Redirect. Three days ago, Ducati's going motocross racing in 2024. There you go. So. I wonder what they'll be worth. Mm. They do a pretty good bike on the road. You think it'd be pretty fucking top notch, wouldn't you? Straight up. I reckon it would be. You reckon they'll target some pretty high high profile lads to ride them as well? Like obviously they'll give them bikes to trial beforehand, but you think they'd put? They've probably already got a team. Yeah. yeah. Ducati has signed nine-time World Cup motocross champion Antonio Carrioli as go. their chief test rider. Sorry if I butchered that last name. 
but yeah. Yeah, that's um, my sporting stuff besides mm. the fights, obviously. Yeah, nice. Yeah, what do you got, Quino? Righto. We've been wanting to hold like a kind of a beer Olympics thing. It's always been a vision of ours, right? Yeah, yeah. I present to you the Florida Man Olympics. <clears throat> so, first ever Florida Man Games to feature evading arrest competitions. <laughs> <laughs> As an obstacle course. <laughs> Um, beer belly res- wrestling evading arrest obstacle course on the program. It ain't the Olympics, but a group of Floridians plan to host competitions themed according to the collective antics of the beer loving, gator possessing, rap sheet heavy, mullet wearing social media phenomenon were known as the Florida Man. Games will poke fun at Florida's reputation for producing strange news stories involving guns, drugs, booze, and reptiles, or some combination <laughs> of the floor of the four. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be an evading arrest competition with gators. Look, obviously, it'll be a fake evading arrest. They're not just yes, going to go and yeah, steal correct. something from a shop and yeah. see who can last the longest, but that's fucking... I'll tell you how it real it is. Old mate and Rocky the other day running from the cops and that croc got him. Hey? What was that? You know, when we were up at Station Point. Yeah. Remember Trav going, oh, we might see someone floating down the Fitzroy. Apparently, old mate escaped from the cops and... um. Jumped in the Fitzroy and hasn't been seen again. They're sort of claiming that um, that Crocs got him. Oh, here it is here. Fucking hell, you're just, you're full of news. Old Ron Burgundy today. Grim discovery after man jumps into croc-infested Fitzroy River in Rockhampton. 36-year-old man was running from police when he disappeared. Boom. So they haven't found him? So Florida are doing events of that. <laughs> yeah, you well, try that in Rocky, Bush. No, no they found him. <laughs> Body's been found in a croc-infested Queensland river after a man went missing while running from police. Oh, a body has been found. Okay. Officers who were chasing him saw him jump into the river, according to Chief Inspector Mark Burgess. Tried to verbally negotiate with the missing person to return to the bank, certainly for his own safety. At one point, the missing person has become distressed and has gone underwater. Oh, my understanding is that he's yelled out help or words of similar nature and has gone underwater. That would indicate some type of distress or some type of event. You reckon? Oh, man, that, that <laughs> fucking gives me head noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if you're running from the cops in Rocky, don't go to the Fitzroy. No. Yeah, Just jump yeah. on one of the neuron scooters, brush. You'll be yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> and Flora's doing fake events of that in alligator waters. <laughs> yeah, Come do the like, real thing in Rocky, man. Alligator's got fuck all on a saltwater crop. Fucking oh. <laughs> got fuck all. Like, mate. Do alligators even death roll? I think so. Oh, they'd you'd still have a bit on with an alligator. Oh, yeah. I couldn't see those blokes hooking saltwater crops and going, shoot them, shoot them, pulling them up by a string here. Fuck no. There's a reason why we don't do that shit. Alligators <laughs> do death roll, apparently. Oh, yeah. sweet. Spinning they'd... manoeuvre, which is referred to as the death roll, involves rapid rotation <laughs> about the longitudinal axis of It'd the be body. like yoga, but prepared to a saltwater croc, where you'd be straight up jiu-jitsu. Yeah, that's right. It'd be like foreplay, where, yeah. the, where the salty just goes in dry. Yeah, well, fuck so, it. Heaps on the news front today. Mm, heaps of shit. And going on to the sporting front there, John Jones has been injured, so the fight with Stipe Miocic is off. Uh, now, Stipe, apparently, he just was interested in fighting Jones. Like, he doesn't want to go and nah, fight some nah. other bloke. That's like the legacy fight sort of thing. But I'm fucking super pumped for the interim heavyweight title fight that they're doing for Tom Aspinall versus Sergei Pavlovich yep. for the interim. So that's going to be an unreal scrap. Who are you going to back there? I reckon I'm going to go Tom Aspinall because I feel like he's a more well-rounded fighter, but it's either Sergei Pavlovich by knockout round one or Tom Aspinall 
to win because Pavlovich is like a fucking fridge that just swings at you and just comes forward. So I don't know, but I, I just I really like Aspinall as a well-rounded um, mixed martial artist. I reckon he's a great fighter, but yeah. Yeah, I reckon those Russians are dominating. I reckon I'll probably go go so with them go. for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I, I think I think I feel like Sergey will win, but I hope Aspinall does. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's the vibe there. But it's pretty hard to pick against Pavlovich, a first round knockout, because that right. man is just an absolute fucking maniac. Is that this Sunday? Uh, I don't know. Can I look that, that up? What no, number think, is what number UFC is? It? Just write Aspinall versus Pavlovich. I think the It's a pretty stacked card. I'm pretty f- I'm pretty sure the next big main event is um Covington versus Edwards, isn't it? I hope Edwards just horses him. Two ninety five is twelfth of November, so a couple of weeks away. Yeah, right. Eh? Well yeah. it must be this one, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sweet. All right. Well, yeah, that's that one. I think Jones did his peck or something, man. So he's yeah, out for fucking eight months. Oh, when I heard eight months, Dana saying that, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. He's only just come back for one. Yeah. So that's a shame. But um, anyway. For, uh, Fury versus Garnu. Yeah. Yeah, that I missed that. Um, I didn't get to watch it. I watched as much highlights as I could. Everyone going into meltdown on the internet, at least, saying they think Garnu won. Like, yeah. from all reports, reading it and shit, they reckon Nganu... Like, if it was a schoolyard brawl or something, you'd say Nganu won. But apparently Fury landed more punches or something like that. Like I said, I can't comment on it too much because it's not like I sat there and watched the whole thing. But no matter what the result is, what a fucking different storyline than what everyone thought it was going to be. Yeah, and how much you got to respect Nganu fucking oh. Sandmine dominating the UFC... A proper good wrestler as well and striking. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, man. And to last the whole time yep. with the Gypsy King and knock him down. Yeah. But my thing is with the Gypsy King there, like, did he actually train for that? Yeah, like, I, I he would have. But I don't know. Like, I know he's he's renowned to have a sloppy rig, right? Yeah. Gypsy King. He's renowned to. But I felt like he was extra... Extra sloppy, sloppy yeah. for this one. I'm like, did he did, like was he taking the piss? And and he's meant to fight fucking Usyk in December. Yeah. Like, and I'm going. Did you see the reaction of um, his face when he seen Nagano knock um, Fury down? Nah, he was like, like, like if someone had the camera on him the whole time. He's like, like fuck it, hell, we're gonna bid on here if this bloke wants to stick around in this game. Or got a bit on this might fuck my big payday. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but no, it was good, man. I can't, like, good on him. Good on Francis for doing that. And, you know, that sets up potential fights for Francis to fight other huge heavyweights like Joshua. Oh, I, I reckon if he can, reckon they run the rematch. I reckon um, Tyson won't want to borrow it. Oh, or he might train a bit harder this time. But what in that Tyson position, would he half be scared now? I don't know. I don't know. Unless mate. he can do what, like, Tommy Fury's done. Imagine if he goes and beats Usyk. And gets unified and then has a rematch with Francis and Francis wins the unified fucking... Wouldn't that be wild? Double champ of fucking two sports. I think what's crazy about it is you look at what McGregor tried to do in his prime against Floyd. Yeah. And, you know, Floyd stopped him in nine rounds or something like that. And to see Francis do it against a Gypsy King who's also a real technical sort of fighter. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, mate. So, And, yeah, 
I think Francis was saying too, like I watched all the interviews with Francis after and he's saying like he's in good spirits saying, look, I know I won that fight. He goes, but, you know, it's hard to – he goes, with the storyline and everything in boxing, I needed to win that by knockout. That's right. Could, I couldn't win a close fight. Nah. It was just never going to happen. And we all know that. Yeah. So Apparently Tommy Fury's got offered or getting offered the title too if he wants to stay away from YouTubers. I thought Jai Opatia, um said to him, oi, bruh. Feel free to come have a slap there, and I reckon he'll get the fuck punched out of him if he tries to fight Jai. But yeah. it's smart from Jai because he's going, that's where the money is, all in that influencer shit. Now all the people who watch the influencers and that know who Tommy Fury is. If he then fights for the title, that whole card will get the huge payday. So I think it's a smart call from Jai Opatia going, I'll flog the fuck out of him and get heaps of money. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, there's a bit on. I think Justice Hooney just won a title as well. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch that. But, yeah, heaps going on in the Biffin scene. So that's the one good thing about Biffin. Happens all year round. Fuck it, oh. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Biffin. Yeah, that's pretty much me uh, with the with the sport, boys, unless you've got anything else. Yeah, heaps. <laughs> <laughs> now moving on to the old uh, trendsetters group here I've, I've got one little thread that I was scrolling through in bed the other night mate And it fucking just gave me a good laugh um, Jake put in there Best bit of advice for younger blokes coming from the old boys Just curious what everyone's big do's and don'ts are And what you'd tell your younger self So Jason goes Have the courage and curiosity to try everything And take interest in people who are not like you and I reckon, yep. I reckon I you and me got that pretty nailed. Yeah, 100%, man. It's just about, like he just said then, being open to someone who might be a bit different from the people you'd usually hang around, yep. you know? Like, even you, Quino, like, we've become good mates through this whole thing, but mm. without this, we probably would have never fucking bumped that's right. cross paths. Yeah, that's right. You know? Mm. I think about that a lot. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, just how things can happen like that. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking mental. But even before all this started, man, like I said, like in the apprenticeship and that, or working with people, I'd get put with fucking trippers or whatever, and a lot of people would whinge and carry on about it. I'd just go, right. I think Canada was a good eye-opener for that. Like, Gladstone, you sort of all same, in the same shit. You mm. had a trade, um, fish and footy, rah, rah, rah. Canada, when you go, someone's from Sweden or Europe. Yeah, and you just got to have a yarn. Have a yarn and find what relates, and obviously snowboarding was a big one. Yeah. That would break some of the relationships down. Yep. So, yeah, Jason, I think that was a good one. Pat, don't blame the dog, blame the cunt that trained it. <laughs> I think that's a fucking – that's pretty spot on, isn't Ooh, it? Oh, yeah. You know? I think a lot of parents are to blame for how a lot of uh, people turn out these days as well, which sort of follows down that sort of route. Parents, Yeah. But, but yeah. I, I don't know, still, like, parents. Oh, you still run your own race and you can sort your own shit out, but a lot of people don't give their kids the best fucking start out to life. Like, if no. you have any little hint of a grub in you and you get that freedom to do whatever you want as a kid, mate. Yeah, yeah. I had this real sad story the other day, fuck me, of this grub, and I, I swear I've worked with him before, so I'd like to have a chat to him. Just, yeah, bad story, but, yeah. Yeah. But, um, Shane O., I've, I love this quote. Uh, treat the cleaner the uh, treat the cleaner and the CEO the same way. Yes, yeah. That's treat fantastic. them with the same respect, you know. And you see it too often. People just don't even look sideways, and then they'll brighten up when some important person person comes in the room. 
And I think what you got to remember is they might make themselves something one day and remember their whole life, that time that you just grubbed them because they were the cleaner. So, yeah, I think that's a good one it's to go through life one, with. two, when you're sitting at dinner and shit and people, I won't say my heroes always going off of the waiter or something like that. I hate that shit. Me yeah. too. Yep, so, yeah, treat people with the same respect. That's a good one. And now this one to finish off, this fucking made me laugh. Bo goes, my old man always taught me with women, if you can't lift them, don't fuck them. Worked pretty well for me all these years. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that that was pretty funny. I have one like, um, if you can't lift them, at least you know they'll stay put. Yeah. Well, that's another way to look at it, Cambodian. They'll stick around. Fucking right. Um, Right, found a little clip here. This one's off uh, New Mentalities on Instagram, which was pretty fucking cool. It's the hardest thing in the world. To get up every day and give 100% and, and be in the same position that you were each day, but mentally know that you're trying and trying and trying. That's That's a real... That's a real grind. I'm not going to rest. I'm going to keep on pushing now. There are a lot of answers that I don't have. There are even questions that I don't have. But I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. And I'll figure these things out as we go. Right? And you just continue to build that way. So that, I try to live by that all the time. When you can't stay motivated, stay consistent. Consistency is going to bring back your motivation. No matter what it is. That consistency, staying on point, staying disciplined, staying focused. No matter on the days that's hard. They gonna make the, uh, the days that you are motivated that much greater. My mentality when I when I do start to be like, damn, this is a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that's what it's supposed to feel like. If if you are going toward what the vision look like, and that's like greatness on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. That's the vision that I'm working toward. So I'm like, I just think about that. Like this shit ain't supposed to feel comfortable. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's supposed to stretch you. It's supposed to be a burden to a degree. And you gotta, you know. Wrap your mind around that. I just reckon that's a good one, you know, for people. If you found that thing that fires you up, keep grinding at it, trust the process, and give it a red hot crack. Yeah. You know, I just, it's just a good one there that doesn't come easy. And, you know, it is hard as well if you've got families and stuff and things to balance th- those times. But, um, like Kevin Hart said at the start, the, the real grind is when you get up, you put your all into something, and you don't see a result getting up the next day and doing it again. You know, and just trusting the process and hoping that it pays off one day. Like that's a that's a serious grind, and when people are putting in the work, but that's why you got to do something you're passionate about, so it doesn't feel like a and don't stop and crack the shits. And then you, it might take a hundred ideas, but you like to get to where you want to get. Yeah, that's and right. There's so many people now that just want that little easy ride. Why am I not at this point? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And look, I think having that thing in your life that you can put your energy towards is a massive thing. It may not even be a financial thing, just something you're passionate about to put positive energy towards. You know, yeah. to, instead of sitting there just drinking on the couch with nothing, you finish work and you got nothing. You're just sitting there drinking. Like I just, for me anyway, having that little something that you're doing for yourself is just. Such a good thing to keep your brain just fucking going. Oh, you need it, eh? Setting yourself yeah. just little goals. Yep. That's printing for me, mate. Yeah. yeah. The 3D printing, Quino. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, man. And it may, and the thing is, thing about it is, too, I was spent most of my 20s not really having that thing. Like, it was footy for a while there, but then sort of fell out of love with footy because the competition went to shit. And obviously had the kids in the family, which is a huge one. But, like, that little personal thing to grow – 
doing things like when we found this, that was my thing, you know, and it might take people a fair few years, but I think when you find it, it really helps your mentality personally to put it towards something like that. Definitely. Mm. Uh, what do you reckon, Quino? Couple of carry-ons, mate. Pick the vibe up and then, uh, yeah, got a few things to finish off. Sounds good. Oh, hey, lads, it's Tommy the Bommy. Hope uh, you're all well. Hey. Right here, I'm riding a horse. It's because when I ride your mum, we don't make it all the way to the fucking pub, do we? <laughs> now then, I was in the gym the other morning and um, a road man comes up to me in the changing rooms and a road man's a bit like a, uh, an English uh, essay. And he goes, yo, bruv, is you on steroids, bruv? How does it get like that? I was like, no, mate, I just, you know, down here fairly regularly, eat right, put in the work. He's like, bruv, what the fuck is you eating to get a tiny cock? <laughs> anyway, boys, stay out of yourself. Love you, <laughs> Stay out of yourself and put it in someone else. Uh, hey. Put the love around. Take it easy. I love the background noise. <laughs> yeah, it's always good, eh? It's either some techno dungeon music and today he's on a horse. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'd love to meet that bloke one day. Fucking Whether eyes. we go to England or we fucking send him here, I don't know. We'll have to fucking do something. Yeah, bring the convict. Yeah. Come yeah. join the convicts. Yeah, that's right. You reckon he would? Fucking eh, if he would. Yeah, surely he would. Get back to us, brother. Yeah, fucking eh. <laughs> Won't be this year. Let me tell you that. <laughs> but fuck it, next oh, year it'll be great to make happen. Oh. Oh. Won't be this shit. Don't even tell me next year. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, like I want him over. I'm just like, fuck me, that calendar is just packed already. Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking nice. Mm. Pumped about it though. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's just like you can't be like, yeah, we're flying him over and then you don't for fucking 10 years. Catch like, you on a Thursday half, mate. <laughs> like Quinn's bagpipes and the fucking... Um, yeah. You know, I think we just have to buy a set, and I'll just YouTube teach. Well, hey? you, well, yeah, you you look for a set, Quinn. Yeah, right. That's your homework. Okay, you fucking look for a set that we can. We'll get the trendsetters to help you out. Yeah, yeah. send through marketplace fucking bagpipes <laughs> to Quinn. Can we just have, maybe not? Oh, when do you want to buy them? I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah, I was going to say because we'll just now every car's just going to get on marketplace and just. What, I've sent you twenty. Why haven't you bought them yet? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that, and and Cam next year. It, I haven't stopped thinking about the half marathon thing since, I know. since the day that we haven't done it and just stopped talking about it. So that has to be a thing we do next I'd, year too. I'd, yeah, it has to be. We gotta fucks with me head too much. It's only a half one. Well, I feel like we have to redeem it and do a full one. Yeah, I'm doing a half one first. I'm not saying we're doing a full one until we've done a well, half. Well, we said a, we're going to do a half, and we didn't. So yeah, well, that's why we need to do it. We need to do the half. But anyway, so there's a couple of things we still need to do before we fucking invite some cunt from England over here for a yarn. <laughs> anyway. We're to run halfway there. Yeah, fucking it. We'll go one more. Right. Hey, you mad rooters. Fez the Pigman here. Hey. Got a yarn for you today. It's a bit embarrassing, but we can't hide from our past. You see, back before I was a dedicated guinea farmer, I used to rip into the party scene. And in this era, I forged a really good friendship with this girl. She was a bit bigger lass, but she was an absolute gem. And we both drew a line in the sand that kept us in the friend zone. So anyway, I'm going out on the piss in her hometown one night. And I ring her up to see if I can find a partner in crime. She politely declines because she's got a bloke coming over. So I soldier on out there by myself, boys, and get absolutely fish-fingered. <laughs> I miss me ride home. So I stumble back to her joint because I got a key. Bust into her bedroom and here she is. 
And I ask her if I can crash it. She's like, yep, no drama, but you're going to have to sleep on the couch. I said, I can't sleep on the couch. It gives me taco neck. And she's like, no, you can't stay in here. And I'm like, listen, don't be a dog. She sits up and she says, all right, it's on you, buddy. So I jump in, pass straight out. I hear her have a little chuckle, but I thought nothing of it. So in the morning, boys, I wake up feeling like an absolute mince tart. I've got a headache. I need to piss. So I go to sit up out of bed, but I feel this restriction, you know, like a Velcro glove touching a vagina from the 60s. And as I sit up out of bed, I feel the sheets peel from my spine, almost taking a bit of hair off. And at this stage, she is absolutely losing it. Then it's all hit me, boys. She's had old mate over last night. They've got down and dirty. He's nutted all through the sheets. Oh. And I've been wallowing in his semen all night. And now it's stuck the sheets to me back. Oh. Shit the bed. I was in disgrace. I got straight out and I was marching to the shower. I was in disbelief. But I thought to myself, you know what? That was probably a play on because she did warn me that it was going to be on me. And I didn't think she would literally mean semen was going to be on me. Wow. Oh. Anyway, boys, what do you think? Play on? Shout out to great friendships, though. She never let me live that one down. Every time I see her now, she always asks me if I'm still uh, wallowing around in other blokes' semen or if I've grown out of it. <laughs> anyway, legends, I thought you'd like that one. Stay out of yourselves, you filthy animals. On ya. Woohoo! Oh, he's just been waxed with Fuck. a sheet. That's dramas, isn't it? Play on, though. She told you, fucking get on the couch, you dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Mate, got to tell you, some of the yarns we were spinning yeah. at that pub, <laughs> you know, shout out to Patreon, maybe one day, but <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> He's done some shit, that legend. Oh, fucking has Let it. me tell you that. Bloody <laughs> 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 oh. oath, and I love him. So thanks, Fez. Good on you, brother. Righto, guys, uh, got a bit of an update for you here with the lures. So we've got a new colour range of the Alpha lures coming soon. There'll be a new colour. Um, we will be updating you with that very soon. The OG has been slaying it, and they are still available at alphalures.com.au. Um, so probably next episode we'll give you an update on the colour and keep an eye on the socials. Um, and we are now stocked in three tackle stores. Yep. Uh, Agnes Water 1770 Bait and Tackle, LJ's Complete Angler Gladstone and Boyne Island Bait and Tackle. So it's cool to see it starting to get amongst the local tackle stores. Um, but, guys, it doesn't have to be local. If you're keen to stock the Alpha Yabby and you own or know someone who owns a tackle store, reach out to contact at alphalures.com.au. Let's get it happening. Fucking oath. Get the lures spread around the country in tackle stores. Um, yeah. And also, guys... Thanks to everyone who got in contact about the Quinn's Fluffer roll. Yes. We've been, like I said, we don't have to say again, been a big few weeks. So we have received your applications. It's still open if you're keen to, um, you know, jump on board and join the team here at Alpha Blokes. Uh, we will be getting back to you guys soon. Did most um, of them have resumes on those emails? Uh, or we just said to inquiry? Few, yeah, a bit of both. I think yeah. a few did, but guys, we'll get back to you soon and, um, yeah, go through the process. I think it'll be like a start next year sort of thing yes. yeah. if we do it, but we'll be in contact with you. In by the, the end next, of the year yeah, anyway. by the end of the year and we'll get something going because... We'll probably do it a bit quicker than that, actually, so he's not just... Yeah, we'll get oh. in contact with you soon, but the actual starting role for, a, you know, ongoing work will be next year, I'd say. 
but we're definitely got work for someone else here. And as we grow, we want to grow the team and keep making the dream work. You know, okay. teamwork makes the dream work. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much us with the updates and everything like that. It's been great to actually sit down and have a chat with all three of us because it feels like we haven't fucking seen each other for ages. So, enjoyed today. No, it's been good. Yeah. So, yeah, have a great week. Fucking I Stay out of each other. See you Thursday. Will do. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.